The funk means it's Friday, and it's the funky Friday edition of Sports Talk. Greetings one and all. Scott Beatty here, and Colin Likas in for our number one as we uh, try to help usher you into your weekend. A hot one, too. Good to see you, Mr. Likas. And good to see you, Scott. One The, the expert on area preps, but sports in general as well. Some sports, anyway. What's what I can. You, what, 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 what do you say your limits are? Uh, I don't know that much about soccer professionally. Um, yeah. I don't watch the NBA as much as probably most of the sports guys do in the office. Compared to them, I'm probably in last place in the rankings in that regard. Scott Ritchie consumes mm, it. Yes. I cannot keep pace with Joey Wright or Joe Vizzelli on the auto racing scene, that is for sure. I like to think I know baseball. I know hockey. Uh, college basketball to a certain extent. I can handle my own talking about the NFL. College Beyond f- that, you know. College football? Yeah, I, I prefer bas- college basketball to college football. I always have. The college, I don't know, college football games just feel like they take forever. That's the difference. <laughs> like, all the ones I went to when I was actually in school is like they... I man. think NFL games feel like well, they take forever. Well, that's probably true. That's probably true. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I just... That's always the way I've felt. But, you know, if your team is winning, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it could take all day if you wanted to. If they went 100 to 10, then fine. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. This has been the uh, sort of the quietest week on the sports scene mm-hmm. yeah. for us. Next week, things start to ramp up. There will be Big Ten media days. You'll start to uh, have football training camp for uh, Illinois because mm-hmm. they're week zero, so they start a little sooner than – all the other teams out there, you'll start right. hearing about NFL teams reporting to their camps. The pennant races will be heating up. Um, and before you know it, we'll be right into the whole thing of it. That's right. July has always kind of been the quiet month, hasn't it? And uh, this might be literally the quietest week of the sports calendar just because MLB isn't even active for part of the week. I mean, you got the All-Star Game and the Home Run Derby, which, you know, take up a good two hours, but it's literally the only thing going on those two nights. Um, got to get to the weekend, try and find a golf tournament or something like that to latch onto a little bit. So I, uh, I haven't looked to see what our former Illini connections are doing in professional golf this weekend. I wonder if Nick Hardy's going to be putting forth another top 10 finish somewhere. We then have a, a chance to react to news. I'm sure that uh, you're interested in, or I should say is maybe relevant to you as a <laughs> WWE fan and Vince yeah. McMahon announcing <laughs> his retirement. Yeah. Um, always been kind of a polarizing guy, but obviously, uh, bad things, at least allegations of bad things around him. And yeah. he said, eh, maybe it's time for me to step down. Yeah. He took a, he took a circuitous route to get there. That's for sure. Because, uh, when all these allegations started coming out again and they're allegations that have been kind of swirling for a long time, but usually in just smaller doses, smaller pockets, and then they go away. But this time, you know, it was a big trying to remember what major outlet reported it the um uh, it was it was a it was a major media outlet that reported it i just can't remember which one off the top of my head 
um, but just a, a host of nasty allegations against McMahon, who then responded by putting himself on television more, which was a weird way to respond to that. Like as a character, not a, not to like address the allegations and apologize if there was anything to apologize for. And he just turned himself into back into the Mr. McMahon character and went on TV more, which is a weird way to respond to that, I feel like. Uh, but yeah, the retirement, uh, I think everybody has kind of assumed he was not to be morbid, but he was just going to die <laughs> and that would be the end of his tenure. That is what everybody has always thought uh, about him because he hates ceding power. He hates feeling weak. He's noted as being a man who thinks sneezing is a sad thing to do. And so he doesn't want to do it. He's one of those, those, I never, wait, yeah, I never heard this tidbit. He, there's a lot of weird tidbits about him. He's one of those, like, what is it? Sneezing a sign of weakness yes, or something? That is what he thinks. Yes. <laughs> does he know that everybody does it? Uh, allegedly. <laughs> How, uh, uh, yeah. Is something to be overcome? <laughs> I wonder if he has figured out a way to overcome it. But uh, yeah, it's certainly um, you know, in, in a more real <laughs> world, uh, professional wrestling sometimes gets disengaged from the real world. So, uh, you know, I think in probably a... Um, a more normalized sport he probably would have stepped down from his position a little sooner or retired a little sooner with all these allegations swirling about but i guess it's better late than never and uh everybody has been saying for decades now he has kind of lost touch with reality in certain certain ways so probably good and for multiple reasons but what about the brand is, 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 yeah uh, uh, nick Khan and stephanie mcmahon will continue to operate as co-ceos um but, I mean, is the WWE brand going to be fine? Oh, yeah, they're always fine. I mean, they they got through the steroid trials of the early 90s, and they've gotten through saying and doing terrible and ridiculous things on television and other forms of media for the last five decades. Um, and as long as this, you know, obviously it happened under the WWE's watch, but that's because, you know, Vince McMahon's at the top of it. He hasn't been a regular on-screen character on his own show for 15 years. It's 12 years, essentially. So, yeah, the, the brand will roll on. They have cut loose the one person who is linked to all of this. Now, if it turns out that many, many, many more people throughout the company were somehow linked to these allegations, then you have a bigger problem, but... You've got the, the one guy who's at the top of the food chain. You cut him out, and you, uh, I mean, you're sticking with the same family for the most part, ultimately, in the leadership role, but they are still different people. Baseball's getting going. Back in action today for the entire league. Some were playing yesterday. White Sox and Cleveland tonight. You'll hear it here on DWS 710 is the first pitch, 630 pregame with Connor McKnight and then Len and DJ on the call. White Sox were the trendy pick for the World Series <laughs> at the beginning of the year. They're sitting right at 500. Yeah, that's just that's frustrating. As not even I'm a Cubs fan. said it on these airwaves plenty of times. That's frustrating to watch as just a baseball fan. That mm -hmm. team should be better. Um, they've been injured. There's no doubt. They have lost valuable manpower to injuries but everybody just is looking back to the guy who's in charge in the dugout it, it, it's it's a special thing to not be very good as a baseball manager because managers in baseball don't have the same role or importance as a head football coach or a head hockey coach or a head in basketball coach. in terms of in-game 
play. Mm-hmm. I think that statement's true. Yes. There are certain decisions they have to make. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, yeah, the, the, how the game is going to be pitched, um, mm-hmm. you have a bench coach there for some of your decisions. I think the manager is much more in, in the same way that those other positions are responsible for the culture of the club and the leadership and the vision and sort of the psychology yeah. uh, of all that. But specific, um, maybe tactical decisions aren't as much on a manager. No, not, not as in other sports. Obviously, there's very key moments that mm-hmm. are on a manager tactically. But, a yeah, I mean, a head coach of a basketball team is sort of kind of guiding the thing from start to finish. Yeah, I mean, you're literally drawing up plays on a whiteboard during timeouts. You can see it with the overhead camera during any given timeout. Football coaches have a headset on for literally the entire game until they do the handshakes at the end so they can coordinate things with other coaches and make sure you get the calls out to the quarterback and the defensive quarterback. And to, So to be, the reason I bring that up, to be a baseball manager who is labeled as bad that's that's a damning <laughs> statement. I mean, and we're talking about a guy who won multiple World Series with the Cardinals. I don't I'm not a Cardinals fan. I don't remember every decision he made throughout those World Series runs. It just feels like to borrow from what I just said about Vince McMahon that Tony LaRusso has lost touch with reality in certain respects of his business. Um, and it's just he's been perceived so negatively. It feels like the White Sox are fighting an uphill battle not only through the injuries that have bogged down the team, but also through their manager from, you know, last year, him siding with the Minnesota Twins about one of his own players hitting a home run during the eighth inning of a blowout. Uh, it's he's just, yeah, lost touch, I think, is the easiest way to put it. And the disappointing thing, I think, is that there's almost no chance that Larusa is going to get canned before the season's over because he's Jerry Reinsdorf's drinking buddy, essentially. So <laughs> Well, it opens up an issue for that intrigues me because i've heard it here before when illinois teams have struggled the coach has got to go and then you'll hear certain fans say i hope the team loses and continues to lose so that the head coach will lose their job i've never been a fan of that no no but in this situation i i see a guy that is probably secure because of the reasons you mentioned the Mm -hmm. loyalty that jerry reinsdorf has but the Sox are on the cusp of actually turning things back around. Yes. And they don't um, even have to play, like, incredibly well no, to but, I mean, Yohan Mankata is, is starting to hit again. He looks yeah. vastly different mm-hmm. than he did at, at, at the beginning of the year. And there yep. are some things that if the Sox do what they're actually capable of doing, mm-hmm. they there's no reason they can't take the division. No. Minnesota's coming down to earth. Yes. And I think is is somewhat... Depends on what they want to do at the, you know, at the trade deadline, and how they bolster themselves. The Sox still have vulnerabilities, yeah. but there's still no reason they can't take the division. Um, so if that happens, people are probably going to say that happens in spite of TLR. Yes, hundred percent. And I don't know what to do with that because I'm sort of similar to you. There's times where I've been frustrated at the White Sox, not quite as a fan, but more just they should be better, mm-hmm. and the fundamentals are lacking. And there's crazy decisions, and that's just irritating yes. watching baseball. I understand why the Cubs have the record they do. <laughs> yeah, that's not hard to see. Right? Yeah. I understand that, but I don't understand why the Sox are doing what they're doing. No. it's The injuries are, are a huge part. You can't. That is not Tony LaRusso's fault. He's not kneecapping his players in the dugout and causing them to be injured. But, you know, there's a combination of just – 
managerial malaise. I think that negatively affects a dugout. Um, can cause players to stagnate when they see we're not really going in any direction. We're just kind of going in circles. Now, like you said, they seem to be riding the ship. You start to get guys healthy, that'll obviously help you, but you start to write the ship even before then. The Twins are not the Yankees or the Astros. They are very catchable. Uh, and I, I think then the next argument White Sox fans can make is, well, what's the point if we're going to run into the Yankees or the Astros? Well, this team is uber-talented, and I feel like they are capable of playing so much better. Maybe maybe they're not on the same level as the Yankees and Astros, but maybe in a seven-game series... They, once they right the ship, start playing better, you hit momentum at the right time, you can shock everybody. I mean, there have been plenty of teams that have made the World Series that weren't probably the consensus best team in their division or their league before the playoffs started. So, yeah, I I just want to see that team play better. I think it would be a shame if they missed the playoffs entirely. Um, the fact that there's three wild card spots this year gives them even more opportunities. I really want one of those to go to the Mariners, though, and I want another one to go to Toronto um, for my own just entertainment reasons. Toronto's another team that kind of like, why are they not playing better? Um, yeah. The Mariners haven't been to the playoffs in 20 years. I just want to see them make the playoffs. I'd like one to go to the Orioles. <laughs> they would have to work insanely hard to make the playoffs at this point because of the division they're in, but yeah. that would be fun. They're sitting at 500. Well, as for the White Sox tonight against Cleveland and Lucas Giolito and and the White Sox need him to be something more than they are. That's the other thing for the White Sox. They can't continue to be basically a two-starting pitcher mm-hmm. thing when it comes to Dylan Cease, who is maybe uh, shorted out of an all-star appearance, and Johnny Cueto, who's had a nice yeah. renaissance here this <laughs> year. But you have to get more out of Lance Lynn, Lucas Giolito, and how much can you stretch Michael Kopech? <laughs> now, down in St. Louis... Uh, that's also a division that's right there for yep. him. And the big question is, I mean, well, it's the Juan Soto Derby. Sure. And it remains to be seen where he will end up. Um, it, it probably is. It feels like a long shot for him to be mm-hmm. there in terms of his money. Um, but I would, you know, the, St. Louis has a lot of players to offer, a, a lot of at least medium grade to a little bit above average players, especially in an outfield where you can make some room for Juan Soto. I'd really be interested to see if the Cardinals make a move uh, and John Mozalek wants to bring in. Uh, I've heard some people equate him to 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 a next Albert Pujols, like an, mm. another generational talent. I sure. mean, he's obviously really good, and he's only 23 mm-hmm. years old. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a game changer, that's for sure, and he has a swagger, and he knows what he's worth. Um, regardless of whether it's Juan Soto or not, I think – just this is just a gut feeling I think the Cardinals are going to make at least one massive move and I think it's because of the outgoing trio I think they want to give Molina and Pujols and Wainwright that one last hurrah and send them off into the sunset with a World Series I I think they are willing to go for broke for that reason and it might hamper them in the future, but I frankly think they would be willing to do that just for those guys. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, I mean, they're not selling because, like you said, the division is up for grabs. I doubt they stand pat it's either. Two race. Yeah, I doubt they stand pat either because they've shown they can't massively overcome Milwaukee. It's not like they're running away from them by any means. In fact, they're trying to catch up to them. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals are in the market for some big moves, regardless of whether or not it's Juan Soto. 
Speaking of baseball on the White Sox, we have a four-pack to give away. We will do that yet in the show. Joey Wright's going to join us next segment. We'll have some happy hour with Allie Adams in the 5 o'clock hour, the world according to Bob Osmussen, and our friend Michael Martin from the Illinois football sidelines will pay a visit as well. This is Sports Talk on a Funky Friday. Hi, it's Len Casper. Tune in tonight for White Sox baseball here on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. It's a funky Friday. Evan Kahn not here. He's uh, finishing up his vacay, but leaves some funk behind for us as always. Great to have you with us. Colin Likas and Joey Wright are here in studio as well. I was wondering why Evan wouldn't get out of my backyard. <laughs> it's, just, it's a weird vacation. <laughs> what spot. color is that tent? Yeah, right. It's uh, I think it was purple with a little bit of yellow. What would be? Everyone goes, what's your ideal vacation? What's your unideal vacation? Oh, uh, somewhere that is as humid as it is here right now. <laughs> but if it's December, it would be it would feel welcoming, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess. I, I go I go on a ski trip to Colorado every January when it's already cold. So. But that's because you have to. No, I want to. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> when you have to go <laughs> yeah. if you want to go on a but ski I, trip but I went on another in the one. Northern Hemisphere. But I went on one in May last year. So. To where? Colorado. There's still snow. You just have to know the right places. Yeah, but, I mean, I used to go on ski trips, and, uh, I mean, it was about spring break. You were pushing it. Yes. And, you know, temperatures are, seem to be warmer these days. Yes. Whether you want to attribute that to... Well, we shouldn't get into that discussion. Well, yesterday, you know, Joey was reminding people how the moon landing was faked. But, you That's know. true. <laughs> That's true. Alleged moon How landing. did that come yeah, up? No, no, no. He, it's true that you were reminding people about yes. that. It's not true that it was faked. <laughs> how did how did that topic come up? Well, because we were trying to we, the the question was what what's happened? What's more rare, walking on the moon or an unassisted triple play? Uh, definitely a walking on. Well, I guess not definitely. I don't know how many people have allegedly walked on the moon. Twelve. I'll just, I'll just say alleged allegedly. for Joey. Yeah, walking, I, I don't think it, I don't really think there's an alleged there. It's I don't think there is either. But I'm saying it for Joey. <laughs> Is it 12? Okay. So so walking on the moon, there's been more unassisted p- triple plays than 15. 12. Yeah, okay. But not that many more. No, three more. It's not all. that many more. And uh, Michael Martin will be in next hour, but he alerted me to the fact that there's some testing going on from NASA with some you know, some stuff to get back there. Oh. And I said, why are we testing? Because <laughs> we know how to do it. <laughs> they we forgot. did it in 1969. <laughs> That's been a long time. So let's test to see if we can make a car. <laughs> we know how to make a car. Right. Exactly. Maybe we can get there faster than we did in 1969, though. We got better technology now. Yeah, we should. And will there be Wi-Fi on board? <laughs> For Pete's sake. Yeah, just give me water. Anyway, um, <laughs> in this, what I do on this show for at least nine hours a week, plus covering Illinois sports, plus play-by-play and all that, I make mistakes, and there are things that I say, and I wonder, was somebody listening to that, mm-hmm. and am I going to end up on whatever mm-hmm. because of a boneheaded thing I just said? I have the luxury of, if it's not being recorded and captured, it's it's here and then gone. Mm-hmm. Airwaves. Yes. You are working primarily, though, Colin, in a profession where it's very permanent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such as today's headline yes. <laughs> in the sports section. Yeah. <laughs> highlighting Salt Fork, right? 
Salt Fork and also Chad Baker of uh, WITY in Danville, another radio station. Under the headline of Western Powers. Yes, which uh, I'm sure even some people... Which is true if you are in Indiana. If you're in Indiana, right. But Vermilion County is one of the easternmost counties in the state of Illinois. Certainly east of Champaign and every other county that we cover. So, you know. An important note. (laughs) Yeah. so I just thought, you know, you, you already acknowledged it on I social did. media that, oops. I did. And I, I feel for you because there's just a point where you cannot undo a headline in print. No, you can't. And 11.15 p.m. is certainly that time because our deadline is 11 p.m. And that's when I realized my mistake was at 11.15. So far too late. Um, and Eastern Powers doesn't really roll off the tongue here either. Maybe it rolls off the tongue in Russia, but not in the United States. <laughs> Western Powers. Western Powers is like a natural phrase that kind of like rolls off the tongue. So, Joe, you didn't catch it? I didn't. I didn't know what the headline was. I didn't. Well, I saw, Joey it, was too busy writing the stories that went under that headline. <laughs> I saw stories. the headline and I went, well, it just didn't connect, but I thought, okay, well, I, I it's just don't get past it. me, you know. Yeah. I gave you the benefit of the doubt. I went, yeah, well, I these people understand, you know, this is a, there's a deep layer here that they're tapping into that I don't understand. I'm going to assume most people probably looked past the headline and just read the two stories for what they were, which they were both great stories, so they could look past the headlines at least. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, one of those things that that happens. Thankfully, it wasn't like a swear word, or didn't just it wasn't. No, dummy. that's happened before, yeah, and it wasn't dummy text. <laughs> it did. It wasn't just just our dummy text go to is WG back and forth. So WG WG. It wasn't that line wasn't wig 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 wig. So that's that's better, I guess. For those of you not in the know, the dummy text is put in on the page as a placeholder, so you get an idea of layout and spacing mm-hmm. without. Right having the actual text in there. And you have something in there that is so obviously not what's meant to be yeah. there. That and you, takes up some width, yes. right? In the so height, height then with, in the case of the G, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it really helps. But, yeah, mm-hmm. anyway, for Joey's stories themselves, just uh, to, to broach the topic, part of our Good Sports series was one of them, Chad Baker, WITY in Danville, doing a great job covering prep sports uh, through that avenue. Um, our Good Sports Series continues tomorrow with Delroy Robinson, who is a well-known champagne area baseball, I don't even know what the right word would be, guru. He, he's, a ba- he, he's, he's a big baseball guy around here, let's just say that. Bob Osmussen wrote about him, and then in Sunday's paper, uh, Muhammad fans will be happy. Jim Risley, who is a Muhammad staple uh, of their athletics um, Scott Ritchie has just, he texted me 10 minutes ago and told me he just finished filing the story for Sunday, so you can look forward for that too. Delroy, as I recall, always has a cap on. Yes. Backwards. He's a Yankees fan, so it's probably mostly a Yankees or a Champagne Central Maroons. Yeah, but uh, doesn't he always have a, um, what what do you call it, like a... Like a cabbie would wear them, you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, I know what you mean. It's a nicer hat, mm-hmm. but I, you know, you kind of, I, I can't think of the name of them. What is the, I know what you're talking about. Anyway, um, D- Delroy, you know, I always see him at Central Games. Yes, you know, that's his. He's if he would if he were to create a logo, mm-hmm. like the equivalent of a jump man for Delroy, that <laughs> hat has, needs to be with him. Yeah, and one of the one of the big things I want to turn the mic over to Joey on is he took over our. Top 10 preseason football countdown series, which I have done for the last few years. And we have uh, we have kept Joey in Vermilion County, which is to the east, for the last three weeks. <laughs> as with, we were, as where we sit. Yes. In Champaign County. <laughs> Westville and then Bismarck and now Salt Fork rounding out our Vermilion County trio in the middle of the rankings. What have you uh, what have you learned from your stay in Vermilion County over the last three weeks? 
Well, I, small school football is, is terrific, right? I mean, it's just a different kind of atmosphere than you get at some of our, our larger schools in the area. And the Vermilion Valley Conference, having spent some time over there, is going to be so tough this year, especially at the top, uh, because we had, uh, in addition to the three schools you mentioned, I went up to, to Gilman for Iroquois mm, West. Right. Uh, they were number nine on our, our countdown. They're right. in the VVC as well. Uh, a lot of ground and pound. You know, running the football, I think, is going to be key, and, and Salt Fork certainly thinks they can do that. They have a terrific trio of running backs back and and you know they'll go play action and they'll throw the ball when they need to but it, it's it's just like what you talk about with Westville or, or Bismarck uh, Iroquois West I, the, the run game is going to be so key and, and that's what Salt Fork told me is defensively if we can stop the run you know if our linebackers and defensive linemen can plug the right gaps and get to the right spaces you know stopping the run is going to be just as crucial as running the ball in, in, in the VVC what is the what is going on right now in high school football this time of year? Are, there, are, there, are we into workout season? I mean, scheduled, structured workouts or guys just doing stuff on their own? Training camps have, have started for, for most, if not all, schools by mm-hmm. this point. When, I, when we started the countdown, Tuscola was number 10. You know, it was kind of a voluntary thing. Come out in the morning if you can, and we'll go through some walkthrough or I, I, when I voluntary, to, voluntary, yeah, the voluntary. Program. You don't have to be here, but if you care, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you want to play, voluntary yeah. in, in air quotes. Um, when I went out to Gilman for for they were number nine. Uh, it was just they were lifting. Uh, they had so many guys playing baseball, uh, mm-hmm. or maybe it was summer basketball that just couldn't make it, so they just were lifting and staying in shape. But by this point, it's a little more structured, and teams are starting to round the bend. Yeah, first uh, first week of August is typically, well, it is a moratorium, IHSA mandated moratorium. Coaches and athletes not allowed to have contact in an athletic perspective, um, and we've decided to coordinate that with our first ever prep football red carpet event that's coming up the first week of August here at the News Gazette, and I ran it by the IHSA, and they said, you are okay to do that. That does not violate the moratorium, so that is, uh, that's why we're doing it that week and looking forward to bringing out 36 local programs to our office. I think this is brilliant, and it's one of those why haven't we done it before type mm-hmm. of things because on the radio side, we're hoping to tap into that as well yes. and talk to some of the coaches and or players, be it for uh, coming up shows or, or things later in the fall or the games that we're going to broadcast so uh i don't know if it was matt was the one that told me about it i don't know matt's if you the one that matt matt is the ultimate ideas certified guy genius yes certified he, genius. he is a fantastic ideas guy and he's surrounded by people who are willing to execute any idea he throws at them so it works pretty well <laughs> do you avoid him because of that no <laughs> not at all i wish he was here this this week lauren, lauren's always says like avoid jim rosso because he's always got an idea <laughs> Jim and Matt are both ideas guys for sure. Yeah, so Doc, <laughs> otherwise they're going to rope you into something and <laughs> doing actual work. All right, Colin, uh, we we've had a little fun. Uh, we had a little fun at your expense on the sure. Western Powers headline, but I think what you do is you lean in on it. You mm-hmm. frame that thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, put it on the bulletin board. Just go. You know, we all screw up. It's I, uh, okay. You know, I I took a. Uh, Actually, I didn't. Ethan Simmons, who works for the News Gazette, took a he was trying out his new camera last week and took a picture of Joey posing, and then I printed out the picture and pasted it on Joey's computer. So, I saw that. That's where yeah. that's from. We yeah. like we like to have a good time messing with each other in here, anyway. So maybe Joey will paste a picture of that front page on my computer while I'm on a break. How many weeks now <laughs> are you on the job? Uh, it's going on two months. Two months on mm-hmm. Sunday. Um, probationary yeah. period's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. You're staying. I'll be around. Okay. I'll be around. Colin just gave me a... We were talking about Matt being an ideas guy. Colin just gave me a great idea. 
What's to that? Post the uh, to post that on your, on oh, your computer. Yeah. I didn't even thought of that. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I like doing stuff like that to people, but uh, I'm sure some people would say it's not a good use of paper, and you know. We we got to enjoy the little things. Uh, well, those people are not fun at parties. <laughs> that is very true, and I'm I'm a blast at parties. <laughs> you would be. <laughs> I've heard stories. I, I've heard stories too. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know. That's all I've got. Speaking of happy hour, Allie Adams will venture in as well. Good to see you, Joey. And hey, by the way, thanks for uh, sitting in a little bit this week. Of course. Appreciate it. We're starting to mix him in, get him a little acclimated here to how things work. I mean, he's pretty good. You guys are working together too this week, uh, this coming year on Prep Confidential, right? Yeah, you'll uh, you'll be involved. uh, Is my hope. So yeah, yeah. I I don't know if uh, maybe you said Prep Confidential. I was referring to the. Oh yes, I will all. I think we're all having a little hand in high school football games. But I'm talking about the yeah. You're talking about our radio football confidential show. Yes. Well, Mondays or Wednesdays. I think we. I think we're still ironing that out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it depends on what week. Oh yeah, we need to sit down and have a meeting. On we're that, going right? to sit down and have a meeting. Right, we yeah. Figure that out. Okay. Good to see you, Joey. Appreciate it. Allie Absolutely. Adams is in next. You've got sports talk. Hey, you've got sports talk here on DWS. I'm Scott Beatty. And Colin Like is in with first hour. We're doing happy hour now with Allie Adams. When's that Evan kid coming back? <laughs> I don't know. We were just talking earlier about how it feels like it's been a month since he's been gone. <laughs> it really it does. Has. This has we been a week. Him. This has been a week. I know. It's been five days, but it feels like it's been 50. We miss him. Come back, Evan. Anytime you hear funky music, that's what you think <laughs> of now. You hear a feel. But Evan's like, you know what? There's not a lot of baseball. I'm out. Yeah. If I don't have baseball to talk about. See you later. He, he picked up. He it's it's his uh, all star break. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking of happy hour, Colin, what are you drinking? Uh, well, it's a buy, which I always have in here, but the I'm I don't know where the sheath to it went. It's gone. <laughs> like it's I, a little suspicious. I, I on have, a Friday yeah, at five. I, yeah, right. <laughs> Is that like the keyword of the day? <laughs> sheath. Sheath. Why did somebody else use it? No, but you know, just not the word I thought was gonna be what, said on this what, show. What's the, I wouldn't call it a wrapper, like a, a label? Label. That's label. a good word. <laughs> Plastic. Something you don't want in the ocean. You you're, know, you're so educated, Colin. <laughs> I, I would never think of that. I would just say label thingy. I think paper sheath. Thingy. I think sheath goes with sword usually. So not <laughs> bottle of yes. bottle of flavored water. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> and too bad it's six letters. Otherwise, it'd be a great wordle guess. Yeah, right. Yeah, but this is a bottle here missing its label. Yes, it's a plastic bottle and it's a dark red liquid. Yep. Uh, it's blueberry. I, uh, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's not Merlot. It's not but Merlot. But there's also a little. What are you? What's going on over not here? Not a big. Not a big <laughs> wine guy. Yeah, it's just uh, flavored water. That's all it is. But. If, it's, if it's sangria, please share. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Where's Blake Shelton? I'm gonna absolutely. I'm gonna accidentally step on the label like somewhere on, my, on the way back to my desk and be like, oh, there it is. Well, Found Lauren, it. Lauren came in the other day with a clear bottle as well. Yeah, plastic okay. bottle, but it was like dark brown. Lauren, what are you drinking? Coke, right? And he Jack? said it was just water. No, <laughs> just he water. Been, it was grape juice. Oh, it was own, grape juice. It was at this point it was just own. water. Oh, but the ew. grape juice had coated the whole thing, <laughs> and, it was, and and it was just dyed, and it was like a brownish color. <laughs> I literally thought it was a spitter. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren, Lauren Tate. 
Lauren does not use the substance, all right? Yeah. But what? it looked like it. He I can mean, do it. He, he can was, do it. He was an EI baseball star back in the day. I don't know what they did back then, but yeah, that's I don't know. It, there's, Allie, I know you like uh, baseball, but like I can tell you there's one aspect of baseball culture, and that's the chew. That uh, I don't uh, want uh, anything you to go, do with. You go to seeds now. That's what everybody does. But even the yeah. seeds. Sure, that's so. what everybody does, of course. <laughs> well, even the seeds now are becoming problematic because so many people have turf fields, and you yeah, can't, you can't, can't have the seeds on, on the turf yeah. field. Yeah. Otherwise, they get stuck there. Everywhere you go in college baseball, there's a sign that says no, no seeds. seeds. No, no seeds. But – People on people get they got the the cups you know the mm. empty oh. or the empty bottles like that and yeah. they, you know they just put a little I've got like, a, napkin or paper towel I've got, I've got a couple friends who partake kinda, I do know, not no, you should not it's not good for you it's Confirmed. very addictive and that's why people do it yes. but you should not do it this is a good uh, this is a good PSA for kids <laughs> to be listening to I right now no desire whatsoever <laughs> not even trying to be a rebel that was never anything I tried yeah same. Mm-mm. No interest. Okay. Uh, the next question I had for you was the hat backwards. <gasps> I like the hat backwards. Yeah. Because we were talking about Delroy, who wears right. his herringbone hat, as we <laughs> learned, is one of the kind of the kind of the newsies types hats. Yes. You know? Yes. That's I just so, I see him and he just he it's just <laughs> him. Okay. I see one of these hats. But anyway, he wears it backwards. But that got me thinking about ball caps backwards. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Because Colin's wearing his backwards. Yeah. And it looks very sharp. Thank That's you. my favorite thing. I like I like a guy. I feel like if I wear it that way, I look like an backwards. idiot. I've never seen you in a ball cap backwards. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got to try it out. See, you never know. This big dome doesn't need that. <laughs> it, it doesn't. I don't think it matters also okay so as a girl i can tell you right now i mean unless it's like really ridiculously like unproportionate i've never looked at a guy and been like oh yeah that just doesn't look right Mm. like i don't that girls don't see that that's not what we think about when do you go to a hat a baseball hat and when would you wear it backwards Um, i feel it is appropriate to wear it backwards um yes a tailgate yeah fishing Sure. If because, you, to, you know, if you're going into the, you're moving around into the wind, then it's going to blow off. Yeah. Well, so I obviously I have long hair. I'd like to wear the hat for tailgates because, I mean, it just, you know, it's just easier. Keep stuff out of my face or whatever. But I will move it backwards when I have to start, like, actually working and doing stuff. And mm-hmm. I have to be able to see because for whatever reason, like having like actual brim like that bothers me like it bothers my vision because i'm not used to it like you guys may wear hats all the time Mm -hmm. i don't so it like kind of bothers me when i'm not using it for some purposes like being outside but like when i got to get to work it goes backwards and Mm -hmm. and yeah i will see i will see women wear it you know uh golfing or you know working in the yard or whatever um but but i feel like the backwards hat is a thing only at a sporting event or when I don't want to wash my hair and I just mm-hmm. run out of dry shampoo. What about a visor? When well, is that appropriate? Scott Beatty, this is not 2003. <laughs> <laughs> They've outlawed visors. <laughs> all I can think of is being in college and all the guys wore visors backwards, which, That's no. A, the, one, the one realm where the visor is no. common, I think, still, Scott can attest to this, is softball. Yes. Right? Yeah. So. And I don't know the history of why... Softball players wear visors and not just caps. Got to get Tyra Perry on. But maybe it's easier with the ponytails or the whatever. And visors may not have; they don't have as usually as big of a bill. So that's true. Like kind of like for me, where I'm like, eh, kind of like ruins my like depth perception, like because it's like long and it bothers my eyes. Visors usually aren't as long, and so for women, it's probably a little bit easier to wear a visor, and it's a little, Mm. you know, 
not quite as cumbersome. Visors will be worn by male and female golfers. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You see more women with them probably than men. Probably. But, but also just caps, regular golf caps or mm-hmm. baseball yeah. caps, whatever. We'll go both ways. Forward, though. Can't go backward. There's no down rules the here. There's no rules here except for, obviously, visors, apparently. Well, that and what, yeah, because all I keep thinking of is when you say visor is like 2000 to being at Western and the guys wearing their visors and mm. having the pop collars. and <laughs> That's a very specific moment in time. <laughs> was that a Western thing? It is. No, I think that was just probably a That was a, a 2000s thing. thing. Yeah, That was a 2000s thing. That yeah. was a college thing when at that point in time in the early aughts and mid-aughts. Yes. And that's how, that's what, what guys looked like. Well, or certain guys, I should I, say. I think it's a rule in baseball you have to wear a cap, but not in softball. Yeah, it's absolutely not a rule in softball. If, yeah. if, a, if if you choose to wear a visor, it's because you want to block the sun or whatever. Yeah. Or also to kind of hold some of our hair back, too. Because, yeah. again, like, you know, if you you have hair and it gets in your way or that kind of thing, there's only so much you can do to, to hold it back. Also, in softball, you'll wear the protective mask. Mm-hmm. Pitchers often will. First yep. and third baseman, yeah. Baseball players don't, and I don't know if it's a it's, too cool a rule, for school. They, no, it's a rule they, some places, isn't it? It d- depends on where you are, yeah. Well, look, I have a, a, a relative who had an eye destroyed by a, a comebacker. Yeah. Uh, why doesn't baseball use it? They, they, uh, I, I know it doesn't risky. look right, but probably because I, who knows? I think they have the option. Like, don't you? Don't the yeah? But the, who does? Not many people. They, didn't they build those like bulkier helmets for pitchers to wear that have like uh, excess padding in them to protect against potential head injuries, specifically for pitchers? I think that's a thing. Yeah, hmm. I haven't seen it. What a what? A, how do you feel about top hats? With in tails? baseball or softball? With tails it, yeah. and a bow tie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not before six. <laughs> Not before six. <laughs> how about during a chess match? There you go. I'm all about bringing the bow tie back. Yeah. <laughs> Spread the word. Bring bow ties back. Yeah, that's reasonable. All right. I'm possibly leaning into stereotypes here, which is not what I meant to do by discussing fashion because you're here. So tell me where you want to see <laughs> Ron, fun. where you want to see Juan Soto go. <laughs> that's <laughs> not, not a pivot. Not St. Louis. Not St. Louis. I do want to see him go to St. Louis. No, actually, I would be happy for my for my Cardinals fan. I mean, honestly, I just want to stay out of the NL Central. I mean, I, that here's why I want to see him go to St. Louis. First on my I know, list. but I, I want to see him go to St. Louis because, because I, there's a real chance that they could do something with him mm-hmm. there. And I don't need to see L.A. or New York get another whatever. Yeah. And, and kind of be the same old, same old, or go somewhere where – the whole thing that they're saying about Soto, and I think it's right, is that he's a player that goes somewhere that that's your first piece, that that's where you start. So he may kind of go somewhere unsuspecting that we're maybe not thinking of that has the prospects that can make the trade for him, and that can be the the kind of the start of where they are. Granted, I'm not sure who that would be, but maybe that is St. Louis. It's someone that has to, you know, depends what what they're going to ask for him, and I don't know what they're asking for him, but I'm assuming it's a, a lot. Yeah. Well, apparently it's got to be more than four hundred forty million. Oh, jeez. Because that's what he turned down in you, Washington. You do him some. I mean, that is tough though to know that he has rejected that offer, and now you're going to have to try and trade him. But that does put you in a weird spot, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, but the team's going to get sold, and yeah, I think they're just trying to clear it out. That's fair. Mm-hmm. All right, Allie, enjoy your Friday. You guys too. Thank you. Big plans for the weekend? No, I've done stuff the past couple weekends. Just having coffee tonight with a friend, and that's it. Coffee so, at night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
We at our Beatty household are getting excited for a new bathroom and a new laundry room. It's all started by a leak, but uh, we turned to see you under construction to help us out. We're so glad that we did. A new vanity will get installed, new flooring, and new cabinetry. Thanks to see you under construction, they've just been great to work with. Uh, we've primarily worked with Chad Dedimore, a little bit with Landon as well. Constant communication when we need it, responsive. Yeah, we've had to wait a little bit on materials. That's out of their hands. You all know how that goes right now. But courteous, professional, thorough, and uh, we're getting close to the finish line here on this, and I can't recommend enough how they handle you and how they are knowledgeable. They've got trades people right in-house for any of the plumbing, electrical, or uh, HVAC issues that will come up with any redo going on in your house. One advantage, one call, does it all at CU under construction. Hi, it's Len Casper. Tune in this weekend for White Sox Baseball on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. Four-game series tonight against the Cleveland Guardians. There's a doubleheader tomorrow. Colin Likas, anything else we need to know what you're working on this weekend? Oh, not necessarily with me. We've got some uh, Big Ten football coverage coming up in Sunday Extra this week. Uh, everybody look out for that. Scott Ritchie and Bob Osmussen getting you ready for the 2022 season. Thanks for sitting in. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. The World According to Bob. Next hour, Michael Martin as well. WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Oh.